Hey, Trey, Jason here. Just listened to the last ever episode, The DM's Diary, and as I wipe tears off my cheeks, I want to say I'm glad to hear the great news about the D&D club at school, and, you know, I'm happy to support your Patreon to help support that endeavor. So, great news there, great news. Um, As far as changing the format of the show, you have to do what's right for you, you know? Um, You have to be enthused and excited about what you're talking about. So do the format of Roleplay Rescue to what works for Che Webster, and um, we'll be here to listen. So look forward to Season 8. Take care. Rescue! So the question is, where am I going with Roleplay Rescue at the moment? A couple of days ago, I realized that continuing to work on The Dungeon Master's Diary was causing me continuous stress. There were two things that were stressing me out. First thing was that it was taking essentially a two-week period of recording and then putting that out somewhere around about three to four weeks after the first things had been recorded seems to me to be really not in the spirit of what I was trying to do. And secondly, I kind of increasingly feeling like I had less and less to say that wasn't negative and one of the big things and feedback I've had over the last year or so has been that a lot of people do like the Dungeon Master's Diary but a lot of people don't and the reason they don't is simply because there is so much kind of up and down negativity I'm constantly criticized for being really hard on myself now that's a natural part of my character and who I am I think but it is something that drives people away adding to that I've been looking a bit at the numbers I don't really spent a lot of time worrying about it but there is a significant difference between Dungeon Master's Diary and the regular episodes and I felt like I wanted to put more energy into my episodes my core episodes when I started the podcast it was going to be weekly one episode a week and I really want to kind of get back to that that being said I want to refresh things as well and to be honest with you In the last week or so, there's been a change in the way I'm thinking, and I've realized that I do have things to say, but I kind of want the podcast to be a little less formal. I sort of want to be able to do those pieces of thought-out stuff that I often script, but also to include the more open thoughts that I have. I've become a little bit more confident at the microphone, and so I wanted to capture some of that and allow that to kind of come through. My feeling is that Often when I have something to say that kind of goes in the diary, that actually it's worthy of being captured if I just took the time to sort of roughly think it through and run it out there. And so I think what I'm going to do as I move towards kind of rebooting for season eight is try and bring these disparate elements together in a fresh way. I'm looking ahead. I'm looking at uh, literally at a diary of kind of the weeks I have ahead. And um, I have a number of episodes that are interview bits that I'm managing to pull together over this holiday. I've already interviewed Doug and I have really two sections of episodes from that interview. There's a a discussion of the defense role reversal, which I really want to get out very, very soon. And also the second little discussion, a shorter piece, where Doug and I are just talking about fourth edition and third edition of GURPS and kind of what is the attraction with the older edition. Off the back of that, I also have um, an invitation with Griff from 
Secrets of Blackmore to talk and have an interview. We've been wanting to talk a little bit about good versus evil in gaming, and that's planned very soon. I really want to get that interview in the bag and then out there to you. And I also have invited John from Tales of the Manticore to come and have a chat on the show as well, uh, really about solo gaming, but also about his show, Tales of the Manticore. And I just think it's going to be a fascinating opportunity to talk through stuff with him. So those will take me through three or four weeks, I think, of episodes. And then I think it's time then to sort of take a break and allow me to rethink through what I'm doing. I'm going to take some time to plan out um, a rough kind of sequence of episodes through into the latter part of the year. We're approaching two years of Roleplay Rescue. 28th of November is the anniversary of two years of doing the show. And I don't want to let go of the show. I love doing it. I'm really enjoying doing it. I don't want it to stop. And yet it has to be manageable for me as a human being, as a hobbyist. So my thoughts going forward is to start talking more about how I'm bringing games to the table. The core of the show is about getting people back to the table. It's about enjoying that community of discovery that we have created here. And, you know, in that spirit of acceptance, kind of bringing different people to the table and helping them to find their way forward. I'd like to have an examination of what I'm doing a little bit going forward. I've got a dungeon game going, but I've also got an online game playing by post that I'm desperately trying to kind of get that rolling. And finally, I'm I'm now looking towards bringing um, a RuneQuest campaign to, to fruition. And these all have a different spirit and a different feel to them. And I think it would be really useful to talk through the differences and what I'm doing with each. I'd also like to examine some of the classic GMing books. Um, I'm always fascinated by what these guys have to say and I never agree with any of them. So I think it would be really fun to dig out the gems and the diamonds that are actually found amongst all of that literature um, and talk about it, but also to talk about what I do and don't agree with. And I think that's going to help me figure out what it is as GM that I'm trying to do. And I'm hoping that by listening in on those conversations, you guys could, I don't know, find something useful to you too. I'm also being really mindful of what it means to be a player right now. I am a player in a few games and it is um, not easy actually to be a player. So I'd like to talk more about that as well as we go forward and explore some of the reasons why being a player isn't easy. I'm hoping that my GMs will be generous to me and understand that I'm talking from experience, but it's not a reflection on them as a GM if I am wrestling with some aspect of being a player. It's actually fully, you know, my problem. It's fully a reflection of me and who I am as a person. But it would be useful, I think, to share some of the ways in which I'm overcoming those those limitations and, you know, reflect on how I'm changing as a gamer. So that's how I want to take things forward. I don't know if that's interesting to you. I hope it is, and I hope that you'll join me. What does that mean for... The diary then, is that going away altogether? Well, no, probably not. Actually, what I'm feeling is I'd like to share those diary entries, but I'd like to share them quicker. And so what I'm going to try and do is just throw the short clips that I record up onto the Patreon. And obviously my patrons, I've got, you know, 35 or so people who somewhere between 35 and 40 people who are supporting me on an ongoing basis. And for a simple $1 a month, you know, you can gain access to all of the behind the scenes stuff. I'm not doing it for the cash because 50 quid a month isn't really a great deal of money. 
it is enough for me to fund what I'm doing at the school club. But I do feel that what I'm doing at the school club and what I'm doing in my games generally on an ongoing day-by-day basis, the actions I'm taking are of worth to share. But I feel as well that those people who are chipping in, well, those guys deserve access to that you know, straight away. Now, it could be that some of those bits are worthy of inclusion in future episodes, that actually some of the thoughts I have, you know, make their way into main episodes. So it's not like I'm censoring and bringing everything behind the veil, as it were. What I'm feeling is that these um, bits that I'm doing in diary, if you're interested in my day-to-day, week-to-week kind of thinking and process and development, then you want to be a patron. And that will just get you in on that. If you're happy to wait, if you're happy to sort of see how I mash things together, and if you're happy to see how bits from my diary come into the main episodes and connect with episode themes, then obviously the main episodes are fine for you. I want Roleplay Rescue to be a quality podcast. I want it to be something I'm proud of and passionate about and not something I feel half-arsed about. So I hope that you'll understand where I'm coming from. I hope you'll stay with me and I wish you all the very best as we run towards the end of 2020. Game on. Hey, Che. Uh, just got, got done with the interview with Peter Laws and... Um, Wow. It was a good one. I really enjoyed listening to what he had to say, and I hope you have him back on the show. I think my favorite shows are the ones that are a little bit more cerebral, uh, the philosophical ones, the, the ones that really make you say, hmm. But, um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I thought that uh, there was a lot that was said that really caused me to have some serious introspection on um, the reasons that I game and want to game. Hello, Che. It's just Safer here. I just want to drop you a line and say uh, how much I enjoyed... um hearing the enthusiasm back in your voice and hearing that you seem to be back on track with your podcast and also about reading about your your, your recent positive experiences with um, your RuneQuest games. It's all really encouraging. And I just want to thank you for that last episode. Uh, I found it really interesting. Um, I, I kind of agree with you. Uh, you know, this idea, I, I don't, I've never read Jameson's book, but I think it would probably be quite triggering for me as well. I, I don't agree with this idea of trying to pigeonhole people and, creating this false dichotomy of staying one type of person or another. And and I agree with your concept of this um, spectrum of interests and also in the adaptability and fluidity of people to move between these area of interests. And Che, I think I was just trying to say in some of my recent podcasts, we're not doing it very well. Wouldn't it be great if we could just move, our, consciously move ourselves around on that spectrum to be where we need to be, you know, to, to become that sort of like all-round all-round player, that, that utility player that can fit into any team and just play in any position. Be the kind of player that can just sit at any table and not just fit in and play the game, but really engage and, 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 and enjoy the game 
of any type of style of game, wouldn't that be a fantastic player to have? And you know, just be the player that the, the GM wants to pick, that wants to have at their um, table. Imagine that that would be almost be like the ultimate player at a convention where you just where people are wanting you to come to their tables and you could you could play anywhere. I think that would be a great, and that's quite a manifesto of mine, but it's a dream of mine. It might be a pipe dream, and and I've been far from that player in the past, and I'm not quite that. But I think that's where I would like to be. I would like to be that all rounder. And I'd like to thank you, Chief, for helping me to come to this realization of of this of what I would like to be as a player. I think your podcast and the other Anchorites podcasts, the other things I've heard in Anchor, and also just but just also just playing the game with my nephew and seeing him. Um, develop his juvenile creativity, you know, and and what happened before earlier, where I I, I was fearful that I'd, I was I I'd, I nearly crushed that um, interest and in that creativity. So instead of just regimentally prescribing to him how the game should be played, just just going with it and and opening myself up and broadening my approach, um, and 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 letting the game flow and letting his develop uh, creativity develop, I think. That's what I would like to be, and I think wouldn't it be great if we could all broaden our scope and all become all-rounders, and, and rather than all this infighting and trying to box each other. But thank you very much, Jay. Thanks for getting the old brain cell rattling around the school again. Hey, Jay, just listen to your latest episode. It was a seven fifteen, and um, on the game mastering thing, I agree with your with your assumptions. I think you can do some selection of players beforehand if you already know. If they're a problem player, you can not invite them or whatever, but I think your solution of basically doing a session zero and letting everybody know, hey, these are the expectations, this is the kind of game it's going to be, yada, 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 and people don't want to play, they'll, they'll leave on their own account, you know, you don't have to kick them out for the most part, and if they act so bad you have to kick them out, then you have to kick them out, you know, see Andy Goodman, but... Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Three you. Three fabulous call-ins there. Thank you so much to Jason and to Safer and also the amazing Frank T. Thanks also, Jason, for the call-in at the start of the show. I really appreciate the messages and the encouragement. So, Frank, I'm really glad you enjoyed hearing Peter Laws and I would dearly love to get him back on the show. I don't know if we can persuade him, but um, maybe down the line. I know that uh, one or two people have said they've enjoyed that show and even one person has gone and bought one of his books. Um, So, you know, all worth doing, I guess. What I like is introducing people from outside the obvious kind of arena of role-playing, you know, to role-players. There is so much richness out there and uh, so many interesting people who have things to say that do relate to our hobby. So thank you for that, Frank. Thanks, Safer, for your thoughts. And a kind of link to that is Jason's. Thanks for yours too, mate. It's good to hear that the last episode I did, you know, it has resonated for a couple of guys out there in the community. It matters a great deal to me that the work that I do, you know, kind of, yeah, resonates. That's the word, that it, it speaks to somebody out there. That's kind of a big reason to do it. I think a lot of the reason I do it is just because I have to get this stuff off my chest. And uh, what would normally happen is if I'd had my bank gaming buddies around on a Friday night in the past, I'd have just ranted at them in the bit before we played. And often I held these really ranty monologues, um, which I'm sure those players kind of just weathered their way through. What happens nowadays is I get to do it on mic and share it with the world. And I'm glad that somebody out there is enjoying it and finding value in it. So thank you so much for the calls. And yeah, Safer, I tend to agree. Wouldn't it be lovely if we could become that kind of iconic and amazing 
and you know flexible kind of player pipe dream <laughs> Before I finished, I just wanted to share with you something that had come up as part of the AMA and ask me anything that I've been doing for patrons this October. I've had two excellent questions in the last couple of days, and I answered one of them from Tim Baker. Tim remembered back in season six that I'd done an interview with John Allen Large from the Red Dice Diary podcast about the fate system. And in that episode, I sort of talked about the idea of having more visitors really onto the show to come and talk about games that they were fascinated with. Tim has very kindly pointed out that I haven't done any more of those and was asking really, well, what are you going to do some? Have you got any ideas on particular games that you'd like to hear about? And the truth is that I responded by saying I was hoping people would kind of offer. Um, And so I guess I need to say that out loud that I was kind of hoping if there were players out there of games or DMs of games who really felt that they wanted to come on the show and have a positive chat for maybe half an hour about the reason why the game they love is the game they love, then I would love to have you come on the show and do just that. I'm sure we can find some time um, in and around my work schedule over the next few months to do that, and they would make brilliant episodes for the forthcoming season. Specifically, I'm thinking about... You know, Swords and Wizardry, I'd love to have someone come on and talk about that. I'd love to have someone come on and talk about BX, D&D. I would love to have uh, someone come and talk about the 2D20 system. I would love to have people come and talk about basic role-playing, the Chaosium system. And the list really is endless, because if it's a game system out there that you're playing and you're thinking, I love this game and I really want to talk about it, well, get in touch. So the way to do that is very simple. You can drop me a call in. You can go to the Anchor app and look me up, search me up and hit the message button and give me a one minute message. And that was a great and easy way of getting hold of me. You can email me hello at rpgrescue.com. You can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Ubiquitous Rat, which I know is kind of hard to spell, but there you go. At Ubiquitous Rat on Twitter. I'm also on MeWe and Facebook. If you look up Roleplay Rescue, you'll be able to find the groups. Join us there and you can message me. And of course, if you're a patron, well, drop me a message through patreon.com slash RPG Rescue because I absolutely would love to hear from you. I'm hoping that maybe we can get a whole run of these and that would be brilliant. So a massive thank you once again to Tim for kind of bringing it up and reminding me that I'd said I wanted to do it and pointing out to me that I hadn't actually said that I was open to taking calls from people. So I absolutely would love to hear from you. What we're talking about is organizing a I don't know half hour or so short interview and you can talk to me about the game that you want to talk about, the game you want everyone to play. I hope that makes some kind of sense. And on that, I'm going to bid you adieu. I'm going to go away and start working on the interview with Doug Cole. And yeah, I'll see you again very soon. Thanks for listening. I'm Che Webster. This is Roleplay Rescue. Game on. (laughs) 